Hi, and welcome to Screens and Focus Podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Diana, and today we are talking about The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, Episode 5. Renee is back. Hi, Renee. How are you? Hello. I am doing well. How about you? I'm doing so amazing. So excited. (laughs) I, oh my gosh. Okay. We're going to just get into it because I know we have so much to cover. (laughs) So we're just going to do it. And in this exciting penultimate episode, we're taken to a pivotal moment when Daryl radios Carol and he hears her voice and, you know, it's strained with something significant as she says, Daryl static (laughs) came back. Daryl's like, who came back? (laughs) Carol, who came back? Which this whole world, all of us, the whole fandom everywhere is like, who came (laughs) back? That's all anyone can talk about. So that's our question of the day is who came back? (laughs) So I know you have like probably have seen, heard, read so many theories. So I'm just excited to hear what you have to say. And what <laughs> so my personal one is it's Dwight because in the Fear of the Walking Dead trailer, him and Sherry do go back to the sanctuary and they do go back to their home. So I actually stole that one from my husband because he actually is the one that put it in my brain. And then I started thinking more about it and thought, that's a really good one because, you know, he had... Daryl told him never to come back and that got, you know, so she'd be a little, you know, like, oh, should I tell him? Should I not tell him? Um, So that one, you know, I think that's, you know, a good guess. Maybe I don't know. And then um, my friends at Relishing the Dead, they, one of them believe that she's actually said Ezekiel's cancer came back. And I was like, oh, oh. So that could be, you know, something to distress her. And we heard him mention him, you know, I guess I just took that as he just mentioned the last four people he said goodbye when we saw him. That's who he said goodbye to was the four people he named. And so, but then they've said that and I'm like, "Mm, interesting. So there's that. And then of course, everyone thinks it's Rick and I do not think it's Rick, but I don't know. She wouldn't be sad about that. She would be excited and the timeline makes it way, it, it just is not going to fit. You know, it's just real. I don't, I don't think it's going to fit. So um, yeah. And people, they've also said Morgan as well, which I don't, I don't think that either. Cause she wouldn't be distressed about that. Right. Right. Yeah. So I, you know, I mean, those are just things I've heard. Like I said, my personal, I like the Dwight theory. I think that's great. I think that makes sense, but I don't know. It's such a great pick. And I, uh, I think that, that's so great. That's so good. But then I also thought, would Carol be that? Because the biggest thing that I noticed with Carol is that she didn't want to tell him mm-hmm. and it wasn't something exciting. So I'm with you all on the Rick and Michonne. Because yeah. That would be an exciting thing. You'd like, Rick is back or, <laughs> or Michonne came back or, you <laughs> know, he'd be excited. Yeah. So, yeah. So to me, it didn't mean that. And then my, mind went to Heath because we all mm-hmm. wonder what the yeah. heck happened to Heath. But that really wouldn't have an impact on Daryl. Yeah. So I can't imagine her, you know, having a huge emotion with Heath. Not that it's not great to see people come back. Of course, it's like, hey, so-and-so's mm-hmm. back. You know, we wondered where they were. So I think Dwight is a great choice. Mm-hmm. And I think Ezekiel's cancer, whoa, <laughs> yeah. that's 
super, a super good, um, thing to talk about, right? Because mm-hmm. it's something that is not good. Yeah. And I, I've been trying to think like who could come back that would impact in a negative way. And of course, you start to think about all the people that were villains. Well, they've all been killed. And I was going to talk about it later on in our episode, but I'm just going to bring it up now that the showrunner, he had mentioned that it was something that we may not be anticipating or expecting, and it would be a surprise. So with that being said, I think the cancer diagnosis would be something, right? Because we're expecting it to be a person. And it's like, who could it be? And so I would have never thought that. But I love that people come up with all these different thoughts and ideas and theories. It's just so amazing to Mm -hmm. hear it. And I love how people, their brains work. Well, you know, I thought, you know, because of that connection where he said Ezekiel's name, and then they, you know, kind of like, you know, a little hint there, not really even hint, but kind of, you know, like no one's going to, you yeah. know, really focus on it as much, but it's fun to theorize. And yeah, because like you said, I've been going through my brain, like who died that could possibly, but like everybody, like in the final season, you know, those people were dead, you know, <laughs> I mean, they were, you know, yeah. there wasn't any, you know, Lance isn't coming back. Sebastian's not coming back. Um, You know, like I'm thinking of all these people, you know, and, and I'm like, yeah, you know, Leah's not coming back. Who, you know, who in the world would, you know, because, right. you know, Dwight has been several years. So that it almost seems a little, you know, like, like it would have been somebody more recent because she's at the Commonwealth. How would they, how would Dwight know to go to the Commonwealth? Unless, I mean, he could have went to Alexandria and they said, oh, people are at the Commonwealth. I don't know. But would Carol have been so distressed to tell? Well, because Daryl told Dwight, never Darryl come back. You know, yeah. he was right. horrible to no, Daryl. He did. And, yes. and, and he, Daryl gave him this chance because Sherry helped him get escape. And so he gave that and said, never come back. And he probably shares that with Carol. They're the front, you know, I mean, they share, you know, they're very close friends, best friends and, you know, that sort of thing. So, you know, it's something he probably said, oh, by the way, you know, I did do, I, you know, I let him go, you yeah. know, and this is yeah. what, I, you know, kind of thing. And so she may be just worried how he would take it that he returned on, you know, with Daryl's orders saying, do not return. You know, I don't know. It, it, again, it's just one of those things that, you know, with those clips in the fear of the walking dead trailer, I was like, you know, when my husband mentioned, it, I was like, wait a minute, they do go to the sanctuary and yeah, I, and yeah. I, and then they're house. That's a good guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, but who knows? So yeah, I guess time will tell. I tried thinking of Daryl's past mm-hmm. and, who could that be? But you know, Merle was yeah. definitely a walker, <laughs> couldn't be Merle. And and he again, that wouldn't be a bad thing. And then I tried to think of anyone else in Daryl's past that yeah. would that I could think of have an impact on him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm liking the Ezekiel thing. I think mm-hmm. that's a great because that would make Carol very upset mm-hmm. and yeah. affect her significantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like it, but I want to hear what our friends out there have to say. (laughs) So everybody out there, please let us know what you think. You can reach us on Twitter or Instagram at Screens and Focus. And all our social media links are on our website at ScreensandFocus.com. And also in our show notes, because man, do we want to know the answer (laughs) to this question? And we're not going to probably know till I don't know when, but uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to find out what it is. All right. 
So do we have any news? I know that New York Comic Con is Thursday. But you heard Norman Reedus will be there now. So he, at first it was just going to be the showrunner, Gimple and Nicotero. Now Norman will be there for the, you know, it doesn't like doesn't sound like he's there to do photo ops and that sort. He's there for the panel, is what everything has said. So I didn't see announcement an announcement that he's actually there for other things, but he'll be there with some exciting news. Is what or they said that he, maybe he'll share some big news, something like that. So he's got something to share. So um, I, I kind of uh, if you know if if Melissa McBride's going to be in season two, I think maybe they'll officially because they AMC has not officially announced it. It's all just been pictures which obviously she was there and stuff like that. So something's going on, you know, and she didn't, she wouldn't have to go all the way to France to do this audio, you know, <laughs> so yeah. she phone yeah. that in, you know? So I feel like, yeah. So I, I wonder if they'll go ahead and announce that officially, you know, if that's, you know, how things are going to go for season two. Um, or maybe he'll tell us who it was, what maybe he'll tell us the answer to <laughs> who came back. <laughs> I don't think we'll get I that. Good information. Thanks, Renee. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's get into episode five. <laughs> okay. So The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon, episode five, Do Zamor. We witness Daryl's journey into two timelines here. And the episode reveals how he ended up in France and his reunion with Carol through a radio transmission. And in the past, Daryl is recruited to collect walkers, leading to a deadly confrontation. It's like, yes, finally we learned what, how he got there. And then in present time, Daryl faces new challenges protecting Laurent and navigating dangerous situations. Isabel grapples with moral dilemmas. Man, this episode really explored a lot of the things that we're going to talk about, survival and mentorship and betrayal and so much more. Daryl's evolution. And uh, I just can't wait to dig into it all. I do want to start off by saying that this episode opened up with music. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this before. The song was, I think the song is, which is basically on the, t based on the title of this episode, mm -hmm. but it's Jadouza Amor, which translates to I Have Two Loves. And it was performed by Josephine Baker in the 1930s. And basically the two loves meaning my country and Paris. All right, Renee, what was a highlight or something that really stood out to you in this episode? Mm -hmm. Lots of things. <laughs> I was, it was very difficult to, I, I kept typing things, so I'm, I'll try to condense it. Um, one, the, one of the things that really stood out to me was the parallel storytelling. I loved how his, in the flashback, was being mirrored in what he was doing in the present. You know, he had this young person that needed his assistance when they got in danger or whatever, you know, it, he was, you know, it, it put him in a situation and yeah, it was just really interesting to see how they did it. And just, you know, it just showcases all the talent involved in this series besides, you know, of course we see the actors all the time. You don't see all this behind the scenes stuff. So, you know, the, the camera work, the writing and everything like that, just how well that was done. I just thought that was, that just really, really stood out to me, you know? And of course, Carol, that was the highlight, of course. And just, you know, Daryl and, and Laurent and him teaching him these life skills that, you know, the nuns would never have taught him, you know? And it was just yeah. such a Uncle Daryl moment, how he always, you know, he just always <laughs> was doing these things, you know? And then, of course, the variants. That was just really cool to finally see those. <laughs> and, and they're 
cooler than I thought they would be. <laughs> oh, they definitely were. And it's so funny. I have the same exact three sort of <laughs> highlights that you have, but I think that would be everybody's, right? Yeah. Because one is the flashback of how Dara arrived. That was so satisfying yeah. because we all wanted to know. We all kind of imagined, but we didn't know specifically. But what mm -hmm. I loved and what, and also, as to what you're saying about how this was filmed and directed and how it was written because it provided us with enough information beforehand, but this just really filled in a lot of gaps and gave us so much more information that made sense. Mm -hmm. And it also saved some information that was just the best storytelling mm -hmm. to wait till now to show us that variant Walker on the boat mm -hmm. And then seeing Daryl deal with a, well, I don't even know if it's a variant walker. It's a super walker, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's not even a variant. It's something that's made with this serum or, mm -hmm. you know, dart that's injected into these walkers. So I, it was just, it was just uh, very thrilling, very exciting. I can see why it's so many people's favorite episode. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Carol, yeah. that, that message is it's just all over the place, like I said, because everybody wants to know. And, uh, yeah, something just really dedicated to this episode is also Daryl and Laurent's relationship and how that has progressed and where that is going, which we'll dig into a little mm -hmm. bit more. And, yeah, and then the Superwalkers that we'll talk about also. With that, this episode, for me, there was so many moments I was on the edge of my seat. And I'm serious when I say edge of my seat. I have the pillow up to me. I have the blank. I'm screaming in it. I'm like, oh my God, what's going to happen? And I'm just gleefully or scared. One or the, one of the two, just because it's so exciting. Mm -hmm. And I just love that. So did you feel that? I'm sure you did, but did you feel that? And what made you feel like that? Yeah, I guess the one thing, you know, just emotion wise, I teared up when Daryl was reprimanding Laurent. He was so harsh and violent with just, oh, you know, he didn't, you know, physically violent, but just his words, you know, this poor kid, he's probably never been yelled at like that before. And, yeah. and then Daryl stops and then he hug, hugs him, you know, and everything. And it, I was like, all teared up with that, you know, and I just thought it was such a special moment, even though, yeah, Laurent kind of messed some things up, but yet, you know, he is a kid and Daryl keeps reminding everyone of that. He is just a little boy, you know? And yeah. so, yeah, that was the, a tearful moment for me. But, you know, when that walker sprung up those stairs, I was like, what did that, you know, that was like, what that just happened? And then he just starts yeah. ripping that guy to shreds. I mean, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you know, that was really cool. And then, you know, when they injected that thing and the veins start popping and yeah. So yeah, there was a lot of highs of like, like your, your emotion wise, like you said, there were kind of a, from one extreme to the other. Definitely. Oh my goodness. So many, so many intense moments. I also felt that the moments with Isabel, even though you would think that those just were just, mm -hmm. you know, not scary and not um, thrilling, I was affected by that when she was grappling with what to do. Mm -hmm. And when I saw that Anna came into the house and then Isabel was putting on <laughs> her best acting performance and coming on to Quinn, 
oh, something in me. I That's when I was like, had the blanket all wrapped around. Yeah. I'm like, no, 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 what's going to happen? And I don't know why. Nothing bad was going to happen, but I was feeling it. I mm. was in the moment with Isabel. I could feel what she was feeling, which just made me feel what an extraordinary actress and performance yeah. she has given in this whole season and in this episode, because I was there with her and I care about her so much. And it's interesting because there have been characters come in and out mm. of the original Walking Dead series that we care about, but normally it's the people that have been there really long that we are so, you know, connected with. Mm -hmm. And I know this is a new series and here we're meeting a new character, but man, she means a lot. Mm -hmm. And there's so much about her that is so great that I didn't think I would feel like that about her. But yeah. apparently I do, because this was just my reaction to her. Like if somebody said, oh, what do you think about Isabel? I would say, oh, she's she's great. She's mm -hmm. great. But no, for me to have this emotional reaction to ha what might happen to her means I care about her a lot. I don't know. I just, I was going through the emotions with mm -hmm. her. And so I really appreciated that. And it, uh, and it was an intense moment for me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, how Quinn was going to react and what she, like, how far was she going to have to go? Because I didn't know it would stop at with her just kissing him. I thought it could go yeah. further and we were mm -hmm. going to see it. I was going <laughs> to be like, oh, my God. <laughs> Isabel, the, thing, the things you have to do, right? Mm -hmm. The things you have to do to protect and make sure Laurent gets to where he needs to be. Uh, yeah. And, and of course, Carol's message meant so much just to hear her voice mm -hmm. was, was so great and so exciting. And yes, with Daryl and Laurent with uh, the way Daryl. Okay, so seeing Daryl look at the rope, and then realizing in his head, oh, my God, did you do this? <laughs> I know it was wrong for him to yell at him like that and feel that but I could, I could, um, understand mm -hmm. why he was so yeah. angry. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? It was like, what? Even though he's a kid, and he shouldn't have done that to Laurent. Mm -hmm. I understand that. You know, even mm -hmm. as a parent, you say and do things that you yeah. oh, yeah. say or do. <laughs> and you're like, oh, wait, wait, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, to say that and do mm -hmm. that. And it, it was just a human, a human yeah. moment for Daryl. Mm -hmm. A human parental moment. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think there are people that could relate to it. Mm -hmm. And, but then I love that he recognized what he was doing by Laurent's facial expression mm -hmm. and the tear, you know, sort yeah. of tears that were welling up in his eyes. And um, I also appreciated Laurent in that moment, because Laurent could have been like, just ran off and cried, you yeah. know what I mean, or, or whatever, but he kind of stood there and mm -hmm. just, you know, listened and, and, and was absorbing what he was saying. And so I just think their whole relationship is just <laughs> really, really amazing. And do you think, why do you think Laurent did that? I don't know that he's ever had a male figure like that. I cutting the rope. Oh, I meant, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, because well, only because of what he says that mm -hmm. he wants to go with him. Yeah, which you know makes you wonder about his fulfilling his Messiah duties mm -hmm. that everybody wants him to, and all he really wants is to be with the people that he cares for. And it, it makes sense. It mm -hmm. does. You know, it's funny that my husband and I were talking about this because I happened to ask him, I said, what stood out to you? Because mm -hmm. he doesn't dig in as, yeah. as deep as we do about everything. And I was just curious what 
he had to say. And he said, I was surprised that Daryl yelled at Laurent, but he says, I understood what, why Laurent did it, even though, yeah, it would make anybody mad. Why did you do this? He understood it. And so I love that Laurent, the character, the writing was able to portray that to everybody, to mm-hmm. whether you're somebody who digs in and, you know, hangs on every word they say, or you're just watching it mm-hmm. to, you know, for the show. And so I just thought that that was a great moment. What did, what did you think of that then? Yeah, I just wondered, I was making sure, because you know, like, it took me a minute because I was like, okay, what, what's happening here? And I was like, okay, he just wants to stay with Daryl. And he's, you know, yeah. not thrilled. He told him several times, I don't want to be special. I just want to be, you know, you know, and he's heard a lot of talk about what they expect of, you know, and like what this yeah. means and what, you know, his future will be and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, as a kid, yeah, it's like, I don't, I just want to be a kid, you know? Well, I think also the fact that Isabel isn't with him. Yeah. I think if Isabel is with him and he's filling this role, he's probably okay because he has her by his side. Mm -hmm. But now that she is gone and Mm -hmm. all he has is Daryl and now he's going to go with a bunch of strangers. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that's not something that you're looking forward to, not as a 12 year old kid. Mm -hmm. You want to know people. Yeah. He knows Daryl is leaving him. Yeah. You know, Daryl's going to drop him off and he doesn't know if he'll see Isabel again. I mean, at this point, he probably he probably feels very betrayed by her, you know, even though he she explained why and this and that to a kid that still doesn't make a lot of sense. You know, it's like, I thought you loved me. I thought you cared about me. And then you go off with this guy, you know. So yeah, yeah. It, it's a lot to take in. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I love how this little actor, he is so good at like he he his like his eyes you know he he like acts with his eyes he doesn't even have to say words and you're you know exactly what's happening or feeling or whatever so yeah he's really really talented (laughs) well since we're talking about all these characters and feelings and emotions and uh let's go ahead into the themes and character Mm -hmm. motivations so there were so many what stood out to you the the repeating of survival for all of them. They're all in these different stages. And it's like, you know, Isabel's, you know, she's with Quinn because she needs Laurent to survive, you know, and, and herself for that matter, because she didn't know what he would do. You know, I mean, Quinn, he seems kind of a, a loose cannon with all, you know, it's, you know, Laurent, he's doesn't really want to learn these things, but he's trying to learn these things because he knows that he, you know, Daryl's like, you need to know how to do these things to survive, you know? And yeah. then, yeah. And then, of course, Daryl, you know, he's all, that's his whole thing. He's trying to survive and get home, you know. And so, yeah, the survival is very heavy through there. And then, um, yeah, the Anna's betrayal, I was just like, oh, I can't believe she did that because she really kind of put on a nice, you know, she tried. Yeah. But I, the first thing I thought of was, you know, hell hath no fury like a woman scorned, <laughs> you know. I know. <laughs> that yeah. was the first thing that went through my head. But then I also am curious because Laurent said she's a good person and doesn't want people to know. Yeah. So, you know, mo- the majority of things he has said to people are true. So right. she's just very bitter, very angry, very hurt. And this was her lashing out. So, you know, will this be the last we see of her or will she come back around at some point? You know, I it'll be interesting to see because I feel the way he said is is true because we've seen several times where he said things and, and they're true right? with his, and we've taken them as fact. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, yeah. So I thought that was, you know, really interesting how that played out. Then you've got like Daryl, you know, Daryl's evolution. It's just so fun to see like 
we know a lot about Daryl Dixon. We've known him for how many years, you know, so we know a lot about this person, but there's a lot of differences, like how he opens up to Isabel and how he, you know, he, he never has talked to people like that before, you know? And, you know, even like, even Carol, he would hide hide things, you know, from her, you know, not hide, but he wouldn't always be, I guess, as forthcoming as he seems to be. So yeah, he's evolving, you know, and what, you know, what that means, I don't know, but it's just fun to see that this character we have known for so many years we're still learning new stuff, you know? <laughs> and so yeah. it's fun to see that, you know, which, you know, you get in a different situation and you do alter things to fit the whatever situation. Um, yeah. Again, love the mentorship between Daryl and Laurent because, you know, these are the things that a dad would have taught him not, you know, and, or, you know, or, or a parental figure or something. So yeah, it's fun to see that. Um, I always like seeing those like, real life things in these shows, you know, to remind us, right. You know, keep it more real that way and stuff. Uh, You were talking about Daryl and his uh, evolution and how we don't necessarily has seen that in the past, Mm -hmm. like with Carol. And my first thought was, I think it's because Carol knows him really well. Mm-hmm. And she knows how he thinks. Mm-hmm. So, and that what he might be feeling. So she doesn't, I don't think there always has to be a conversation mm-hmm. between them. Yeah. But us, we don't know what he's thinking. <laughs> so it is good to, for him to, you know, tell us through his words, mm-hmm. uh, how he's feeling and mm-hmm. how he's reacting. So it's always great to see him. Um, in a relationship with someone else, because then we get to learn more about him. Also, this whole series, I really was, I'll probably talk about it a little bit more in a, in a few minutes, but I'm so, I love the Daryl Dixon mm-hmm. TV series. It's just the fact that Norman Reedus gets to really shine here. Yeah. It's just the all we're learning about Daryl Dixon and his character and what Norman Reedus brings to that is just so, it's just amazing. I'm just so excited about this whole series. I, I had no idea. And like you had said too, you're like, how was I not on board with this being my favorite character? Well, <laughs> I didn't know we could go here either. And this goes to show you that with the right people leading it, shows, TV shows coming together can be so incredible. You just, Mm -hmm. it's just so amazing. But back to the themes with Isabel and her having to uh, do all these things to survive. And I had already touched upon it about her, uh, how far was she willing to go? to protect Lorana. She had mm-hmm. just, that's a lot. That's a yeah. lot asking her because she's had to make different changes in her life to survive. She was one certain way to, to help raise her sister and she mm-hmm. had to steal things and do things. And then she had to uh, switch that and become a nun mm-hmm. when, when she was at the Abbey. And so that was just a whole different lifestyle. And now she has to survive against walkers, which I don't know that she always has, mm-hmm. but she, she does. And she's willing to do anything to protect Laurent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with her pretending to rekindle this relationship with Quinn. But what was interesting was you had wondered what she was going to do when we heard her say, you know, mm-hmm. forgive me for what I'm about to do. And she was going to kill Quinn and she was ready to do it. And that was for survival because Mm -hmm. she didn't know what else to do. And she almost did it until Quinn talks about redemption and quotes something Mm -hmm. from the Bible and it makes her stop. 
in her tracks, which is a good thing. It makes her stop in her tracks and then she doesn't do it. And then later on, she's crying. Oh, when she then tries to commit suicide. Yeah. Again, mm-hmm. and she doesn't go through with it. Thank goodness. And she just cries. Mm-hmm. And then that's when, uh, yeah, that other lady comes in, which we'll, we're going to talk about a little bit later. But um, yeah, so it, it's, it's just surviving, doing everything that you can to survive. And I wanted to bring up the backstory or the flashback with Daryl collecting mm-hmm. walkers with everybody and that man that was... Um, kind of the jerk. Yeah, I think his name was Juno. Mm -hmm. Juno? Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, Juno was a jerk. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I, but I did think Juno was doing things that he needed to, to survive. We didn't like it. It wasn't Mm -hmm. good. We didn't want him to do it. But that's what some people do Mm -hmm. to survive. I couldn't believe that he killed that kid to get the points to get yeah. whatever it was of, of a fresh walker. I thought, oh my God, you're willing to kill another human being just for your own mm-hmm. benefit. But that's what some people do to survive. And mm-hmm. that's just like so crazy. And I felt so sorry for the kid. And of course, Daryl's going to punch him. Yeah. And, and speaking of mentorship, Daryl reluctantly became this kid's sort of mentor mm-hmm. and teaching him how to chop the wood properly. And he's all go with the grain, do it this way. So of course, we love seeing Daryl and, you know, not only helping Laurent and current time, but helping this other kid too. Mm-hmm. So I I just love seeing him in that way. Mm-hmm. And I loved watching him talk to Aslan too. I felt bad for him and how he ended up dying yeah. on a telephone pole. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, they have a really good conversation. And yeah. I think we learn more about Daryl during that conversation because he talks about being a lone wolf mm-hmm. and how some... Oh, I did have a question for you about mm-hmm. that or what you thought because he talks about being a lone wolf and that how when there's a cause that sometimes people fight a war that they don't even remember where the cause came from and then their children end up suffering and so on. So was he talking about who? Was he talking about Rick? Was he talking about himself? Was he talking about, I don't know who his? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess I didn't think about who or if he was just making a generalization of, you know, like if he was pulling on personal experience or just saying, you know, like overall that that's, yeah. It has to come from something personal. You Mm -hmm. just don't bring this up Mm -hmm. when it doesn't have anything to do with what's happening. So it will probably play a part somewhere. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so but I just thought it was an interesting conversation why he said this. Mm-hmm. And he tries to be a lone wolf, but he can't. Yeah, no one will let Daryl be a lone wolf. <laughs> He's like, I just want to be alone, people. I go to my cabin and Carol comes and visits me, you know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm sure it'll yeah, I'm sure it'll come around at some point because it was a um, you know, like you said, it was a very you know, in-depth conversation to just fluff off and not ever bring back up. So yeah. Right. Yeah. I thought it was, uh, you know, he apologizes to Laurent for what mm-hmm. he says. And then he apologizes to Isabel saying that he's sorry that he didn't succeed in, mm-hmm. you know, delivering Laurent to the nest, but also that is 
something else that we're seeing in Daryl's evolution and just just him saying he's sorry. Not that not that he wasn't capable of and didn't yeah. say it previously, but I just noticed that there was you know, two apologies mm-hmm. from him in this particular episode. Yeah, and I wonder, you know, how much of this is Daryl changing or is it just because he is the lead now? So then he has the time to, or, you know, he has that screen time to do these things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if, yeah. You know, not everybody ever says they're sorry, though. Yeah. Oh, no, absolutely. For some people, it's a big step. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the leads and some of the other. Mm-hmm shows don't always yeah. say they're sorry. So I think it's, yeah, I, I, you know, and it could be some of, you know, her, of Isabel's influence on him. He sees how she treats people and how she is and how, you know, just the community she lived in and things. And he's, I think he's just getting, he's getting, definitely getting an education from all of the, these religious people because he hasn't really had much religion in his life. And so he's getting to see several different types of religion. And, you know, like, it sounds like the whole, like this community is very integrated with it. Whatever you believe, we're fine with it. Just, you know, be with us and let's do this together, you know? And so it's a very different uh, type of, you know, which, I mean, that doesn't have anything to do with saying, I'm sorry. I'm just mean overall. He's just, he's really getting a very, different education and different people or, you know, learning about all these new people he's meeting. They're just vastly different than what he's always been around. And, you know, not that they're bad people or anything like that. It's just very different, you know? So I think that's so great that you brought that up. You brought up so many things that (laughs) I'm so glad that you brought up because it it sparks all these different thoughts that I've had previously. Mm -hmm. And also with this, one of the things that I had read somewhere was about how Daryl goes off to France and he learns from these different Mm -hmm. people. So then when he comes back, he has these worldly experiences, Mm -hmm. which shapes who he is. So yes, it is a part of his evolution. Mm -hmm. And something else that you said sparked um, hopefully it'll come back into my head, but there are so many things I was like, you know, those little sparks in your brain go when somebody <laughs> says something, you're like, yeah, that, 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 that. Let's so, have a notepad and write them down. So you, <laughs> I know, I know. All right. What, were there any other questions that you thought about or thoughts or theories or anything else you want to say about um, this episode? Just that I hope we see more of these walkers in season two, you know, which I'm, you know, with the cliffhanger, we're obviously going to see something in the next episode. And uh, I just hope we see more of these and more about it, you know, how just what their end game with this is and everything, you know, like, why are they doing this? And yeah, there's just a lot of questions, you know, because this is, this is pretty trippy what they're doing with these, these injections they're giving them. Um, yeah, so I, I'm excited for that. I, we've talked about this like every episode, I think, about the score and the music. It's just insane how it just, yeah, I, I, I can't even explain. Like, I'm there's so many things like that, these thoughts I have about the series, it is just difficult to get them out because I just, it's just such an incredible series, like you were saying. And Norris had said, it, I think Greg Nicotero said it. Um, you know, several, even I think Scott Gimple, how different this is, how, you know, so it's just exciting and there's just so much potential going forward. So I, yeah, I don't really have any theories um, or anything, but well, you've, you've said so many already, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I, yeah, I just loved it and I'm excited to see 
you know, I can't wait for season two. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen with Quinn? Do you think he's going to survive this, uh, this I, or not? I, I, I'm I curious. Been an enigma for me through this whole thing because I just have not known, you know, like I, I see things about him and I think he's a, yeah, oh, he's got to be a dirt bag, you know, he's this and that and just different things I've noticed with him. He's just, one of those people that I just don't know what's going to go down with him, you know, like, yeah. is he going to, you know, be this hero at the end or is he going to be, I don't know. Yeah. You know, so I, I really, yeah, he has just been one of those characters. I, it's very difficult to even guess what's coming next. Yeah. I can see that because you, you almost really want to hate him, mm -hmm. but then when he says things to Isabel, you're thinking, you know, that's what made her wait a moment to decide what she's mm -hmm. going to do. And so I don't know. I don't know which way it's going to go with him, but this is going to be the end of him and mm -hmm. he's going to get killed or if he's going to pull something out of his hat mm -hmm. yeah. and uh, have a second life at it. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. I did want to bring up also Anna because you had talked about her and I had wondered that too about how Laurent had said, Oh, you're a good person. You just don't want people to know. But then she did something really mm -hmm. Bad. She could have done something just to get back at him, but no, this was a pretty yeah. big thing to do. Mm -hmm. So it makes me wonder. And what's interesting, what my husband brought up to me was he saw she's the one who let Daryl and Laurent go in the first mm -hmm. place when Quinn had them. Mm -hmm. wow. She's the one who did something wrong. Mm -hmm. And uh, I said, yeah, they don't know that. She just told, I'm sure that Quinn bribe those people who mm -hmm. allowed them to get out of the city. Mm -hmm. So, oh, what a drag. Yeah. I think that they had gotten so far, mm -hmm. they were almost out. And then to, to be drugged back in mm -hmm. and to start at this point, I thought, what a disappointment. No wonder Daryl's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we had, we gone so far. And then I, so Isabel's face, she was like, what the heck? What are you guys doing here? You should have mm -hmm. been out. Gone. Yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah. she doesn't know what Laurent did mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, made them return. So, <laughs> so I have a, a really big question or, or what your thoughts mm -hmm. are, because when Janae was there giving her speech mm -hmm. to this group of people, she's trying to make it as though there's no, cracks in what mm -hmm. they're doing like everybody's together that's the whole reason she wanted Laurent standing mm -hmm. there beside her and before we get to that I do want to say how Laurent could read her too and <laughs> oh says, yeah yeah when he tells her oh your heart is broken <laughs> and she's and all pissed mad. off yeah, yeah she's like, don't you be divulging what's in my body exactly my yeah head, I'm tough heart. I don't I don't have feelings <laughs> yeah I love that. That was like, awesome. Go, Laurent. Mm -hmm. uh, but when she's giving that speech and everything she's saying to me is the exact opposite mm -hmm. of, of what she stands for. So I thought, is she trying to pull the wool over all these people's eyes? And are they really buying it? Because I, it didn't make sense to me. I'm like, mm -hmm. she's saying exactly yeah. <laughs> what she's doing. Mm -hmm. And she's saying, oh, our enemies, you know, meaning Daryl, because mm -hmm. she's saying Daryl's the enemy. And I'm yeah. thinking, okay, Daryl doesn't come from wealth. He's poor. Yeah. So what are you talking about, lady? Yeah. So I, I just thought that that speech was so interesting. 
I didn't understand. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess just like with a lot of, I mean, yeah. And I saying that, you know, it reminds me like the governor, like when he was Brian, you know, he was telling them how horrible Rick was and everything. And it was like, dude, you're the one that did all those things. You know, he's, t- Oh, yeah. they did this. They burnt my town. They blah, blah. blah. You know, like you did all that. So, you yeah. know, it's just to get people on their side and then yeah. once they're there, they're there, you know, and you're not, you're not leaving, you know, they're going to do whatever they have to, to keep these people on their side. So, yeah, but yeah, it was very odd. And she, she is just, yeah, she is just evil, man. <laughs> so I don't. <laughs> yeah. Which was really good. Right. Cause it makes her even a worse or a bad good yeah. women, a good bad villain. There we go. Yeah. A good bad villain. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, because I thought, oh my gosh, and it's it's kind of cool that you tied it back to the governor because that's so true. He was telling people things that weren't true, and that's what <laughs> I guess good bad people do. I don't know. So yeah, because I thought nothing of what you're saying is true. Well, she's a you're, she's a politician. you're the one that with the yeah yeah you're the one with the power. You're the one with the money. You're the one with all of this. What everything the heck are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, and also I wanted to bring up that scroll. I didn't, I didn't even think about the scroll later on, but Mm -hmm. that scroll that they brought to Isabel and she reads it, I'm assuming means that all those friends of her, uh, for what's his name again? Fayou. Fayou. Sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming it's Fayou and all that group were going to be there. And so that's why she knew Mm -hmm. they were going to be there and that she needed to go to this event. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's what it was or not. What was your thought on that scroll? Uh, yeah, there was, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. Cause she wouldn't have been able to contact him. I don't know. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Not sure. Maybe that'll play out. I, I think they must, because they know where she's at. Yeah. That's so true. They yeah. probably got that message to her mm-hmm. and said, Hey, we're going to show up here and you should go mm-hmm. because then she asks Quinn, where are you going? And so she may have not asked him if she'd, or may have mm-hmm. not cared where he was going, yeah. <laughs> but she knew she had to tag along. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I want to go back to Daryl naming those people. Mm-hmm. And you had mentioned those were the last people that he saw, mm-hmm. because I thought it was interesting that he named those people. Mm-hmm. But because the first person he brings up is Connie mm-hmm. and Ezekiel. But you had mentioned those were the last people he saw when he took off at, at, on in the finale, mm-hmm. but he's been back and forth since mm-hmm. then, hasn't yeah. he? Mm-hmm. But I just mean like so, from our, I guess, I guess Connie wasn't there though. I guess I take that back. She was. He said goodbye, or yeah, he didn't see her at the end. It was just kids, Ezekiel and, and Carol. Right. So, but and, yeah, and the only reason I thought that was just the fact that we knew that was the last people he saw. But um, from what it sounds like, he was going back and forth. Until he got thrown on a ship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just I took note of the people that he said, and I was like curious. Mm-hmm. But I also love that theory of the reason he brought up Ezekiel is because mm-hmm. something is going to happen to him, which mm-hmm. would make total sense as to why mm-hmm. he brought him up. Because I also thought the same thing. Why is he bringing up Ezekiel? Not mm-hmm. that he doesn't like him; he likes but, him. But they're but not like buddies. They're not close. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and and maybe but he is the new leader. He yeah. is the new leader there, though. And maybe, so, yeah, that's true. 
Yeah. But, and then my, my other thing, I'm like, I wonder how we're going to find this out. You know, like, um, there's not a series that takes us to the Commonwealth. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we always find out answers eventually, you know, like, I mean, even this, yeah. you know, French, all this French stuff, how many, you know, how long ago has it been since we saw that, you know, post credit scene in world beyond. And now here we are catching yeah. up. But yeah, so I, I was, know. I thought, well, wow, how are we ever going to know what she said? I mean, we're not going back to the Commonwealth most likely. And so, yeah. So anyway, I was like, how are we going to find out? <laughs> They'll fill it in or who's to say what will happen in any of these shows. If mm-hmm. other people will be yeah. brought on as their characters mm-hmm. or, you know, referenced or talked about, or just even that radio transmission, look what we learned mm-hmm. through a radio transmission. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. That could be a, yeah. a couple seconds long. So mm-hmm. there's so much to learn about. Now, in that article from the showrunner, I'm, I'm not trying to give spoilers or anything like that, but oh, yeah. just just informational for people out there. I always say it's not a spoiler if the showrunner is talking about an interview with Entertainment Weekly. That's not a spoiler because yeah. he's giving you information. So it's, yeah, you're yeah. good. <laughs> so, you know, he's saying that there's, I think in the finale, is it the finale? Yeah, we'll learn new info about mm-hmm. Daryl and it refers back to his brother Merle and his family life, which I think is very interesting. You know, and here he's just this reluctant hero trying to get home. But there's a lot that's going to happen in this finale that has me so excited. To I see. didn't hear I guess the, the article I read, he didn't say Merle, he just said his family. Well, I said his brother, unless there's another brother. But no, I think it's I just Merle. So. Yeah, no, I, I said didn't brother. Okay, I just didn't see the word. I, I just saw the one I saw didn't have that in there. So interesting. Well, it could just be, it could just be his experience with him because I had read somewhere or someone posted somewhere about how with Daryl yelling at Laurent, how, you know, it was maybe something, how he was yelling at him. Maybe that's how he was yelled at. Right. So in, in turn, that could be the same thing that Mm -hmm. we see. It's not, we're actually going to see any people, but we're going to Mm -hmm. see the influence of his brother and his mm-hmm. family and how it plays on him in this, mm-hmm. you know, so, no, this yeah. environment and how he reacts to it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I just thought it was interesting that he brought that up mm-hmm. and I want to know, I can't wait. I can't wait to know what it is. <laughs> All right. Was there any other moments, any other, anything else? I don't think so. I'm sure there are, but on the top of my head, I can't. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I know. Well, I'll, we'll, we'll finish the episode. I'm all like, darn yeah. it. I wanted Perfect to bring to this up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we are at our segment and the award goes to. So Renee, tell me, what was your favorite quote, character, or moment? I just, that I still go back to the parallel storytelling. I just thought that was genius and I loved how it was. And we, you know, we, we got the information we needed to find out from the, the flashback but then, you know, we were building a story in the present and it was just, you know, I, I just loved how it just showed Daryl in these similar moments, but how he handled them differently and things. And so I just loved, yeah. I just loved all of that. And I just, thought it was so well yeah. executed. It was just, I don't know why I just keep going back to that, but that it was just such a neat thing. And I, and I, we've seen it before. This isn't anything brand new, but just the way it was done was just so well done. And then of course, you know, I just put, I put my other one was, you know, Daryl's badassery, you know, that's always fun to watch. And 
<laughs> so good that they showcase the skills that we all know he has, you know? <laughs> so I thought that yes. was awesome. <laughs> It's Daryl for me. Yeah, How can it not be Daryl be my favorite (laughs) thing about this whole show? I already kind of talked about it earlier, but I think the moments with Daryl and Laurent really, really touched my heart to see Mm -hmm. these two. I think just Daryl in general, because again, I agree with you. He's he's a total badass and Mm -hmm. I love seeing him. This is something I wanted to bring up earlier was the comedic moments, the things, Mm -hmm. the one-liners that come out of his mouth. And not even one-liners, the part where in the flashback where they're bringing the walkers and that other guy brings in five walkers and then Daryl comes (laughs) and he's got a slew of them. I laughed out loud because I thought, you go, Daryl, you show them how it's done. This is so amazing. It's so you Mm -hmm. because- I just, yeah. And the guy says perfect. something like, whoa, something, whatever. He goes, yeah, not, you know, it'll be better tomorrow <laughs> or something like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then when he tells the kid, the kid's all, hey, do you want to team up? I can support yeah. you. And he's all, does it look like I need help? <laughs> I know something I wanted to bring up earlier was Daryl's um, and it happened in the very first scene when he's talking with Oslan on the boat mm-hmm. and he is skeptical about Laurent being this messiah, this mm-hmm. leader. And also when Laurent talks to him later on about who he believes in. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just wonder if this is going to continue to come up because it really is Daryl not believing in a lot of things. And mm-hmm. it makes me wonder how this episode is going to end. It, it makes me feel like this episode is going to end with some sort of faith or hope highlighted in mm-hmm. it somehow. Even if things leave you on a cliffhanger, mm-hmm. I think it's still going to show something that maybe hopefully will surprise us because mm-hmm. they've just been showing it too much to us that how do you not end mm-hmm. with something like this? And the fact that Daryl keeps... Um, pushing away from it, but then having that dream. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just hoping, I'm really hoping that something um, is revealed to him somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I don't know what that'll be. And maybe that does have to do with his past and his family and everything. Mm-hmm. Maybe it will all collide. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but um, it's just, I just love this series. I love <laughs> Daryl Dixon, I love Norman Reedus, and mm-hmm. I can't believe we only have one more episode. I know, but, like, but um, the good news is they have been—they had been filming forever, so they this could come out. This series, we may not have a terrible long wait for the second season, you know, because um, they had been working on it right after. Like it wasn't long after they they wrapped the first season, they started right in. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <sighs> Okay, friends out there, what was your favorite moment from this episode? Be sure to join us next week as we dive into the finale of Daryl Dixon. Oh, man. All right. We're going to transition to our TV and movie recommendations. Uh, do you have any, Renee? Have you watched anything? Um, yeah, oh, I'm, so, I'm still going through the 100, and I'm still enjoying my season towards this end of season two. And I'm really enjoying um, Alicia Devon and Carrie. She just showed up. So that was, I was like, oh, look, <laughs> there she is, because I knew she was in it, but I didn't know when she you know appeared. So that was fun. And then um, we started watching uh, The Good Morning Show. I had, We've never watched that. And 
Oh, the morning show. Oh, the morning. Is that what it's called? The morning show? Yeah, that one. Yeah. The morning show. Yeah. So that one. And it's, um, yeah, it's real. I just I mean, I think, did we just watch the first episode? I think so. But it was so good. <laughs> yes, so, yeah. It's very good. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, movies. Um, yeah, we still have been going through horror movies. So we did check out the new Pet Cemetery movie. And um, I liked it. I thought it was really good. So I read some things where, yeah, it's not, this isn't maybe it's different or change something, whatever, but I don't get all, I don't get really hung up on a lot of that unless it's like, I don't know if it's Halloween, then I start tearing it apart a little bit more, but I, I don't know. It's just, um, I, I, I don't mind so much when they deviate from whatever is supposed to be. I don't know, but I thought it was very well done for, you know, cause sometimes they're, they're you know, they try to do that stuff. It's like this garbage, but no, I, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Awesome. I saw it too. And <laughs> I agree. I really enjoyed it. It's Pet Cemetery Bloodlines. It's on Paramount Plus. And I didn't realize everybody that was in it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jackson White from uh, Tell Me Lies on Hulu. Yeah. I recognized him right off. I said, hey, that's the guy on the show I watch. And then David Duchovny, Henry Thomas, Pam Greer, which mm -hmm. I did not recognize, mm -hmm. but I liked her. And yeah. I'm like, why do I like this woman? <laughs> and so this is a prequel to mm -hmm. Pet Cemetery, And I do want to say Pet Cemetery is not my favorite films. Mm -hmm. It's just too too scary. I, I, mind you, I watch scary things, but it's just, it, it's not my favorite of all mm -hmm. Stephen King, but I do watch them. I actually liked this movie. I did. I liked it. And I think one of the reasons I liked it, I love movies when they're based like in different periods and this yeah. is based in 1969. So I really appreciate that a lot. And I just thought that the, I just liked the actors in it. And I just, um, I liked it too. So I'm with you there. My husband enjoyed it too. So we're there with you on, um, on this movie. And they did say it took from the, some pages of Pet Cemetery. So it's not, it is part of Stephen King's novel as far as. Oh, I it know. is. But there's like, right. um, yeah. just some of the, how they did like from the book. The, actually, it wasn't the Vietnam War. It was like World War II. And then the, the, you know, just those kind of changes. Uh, Nothing. Oh, I mean, on. there were still some other changes, <laughs> but it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, I think some of it would alter what happens, in, you know, in the next, you know, story. Uh, or something. Just some, but again, like I said, I just don't get all hung up on that. Yeah, me neither. I'm good with it. I like, I mean, I liked it, mm -hmm. especially during October when yeah. I want to watch something <laughs> that's uh little spooky. Uh, so Loki season two came out and it is on Disney plus. I only saw the first episode. I enjoyed the first season. This, this first episode, second season was okay to me. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I just wasn't in the right headspace to see it. I thought it was fine, but I wasn't super thrilled with it. I, I, I was just there. So Will I go back? I'm not sure yet. Mm -hmm. And I felt the same way about the Beckham mm -hmm. documentary that's out on Netflix. I only saw the first episode. And while I I appreciate these, uh, you know, this couple and, and where they came from, and I did learn some things, I wasn't totally gripped by it either. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it was my mood that day. I watched <laughs> both of them on the same day. Maybe it wasn't what I wanted to watch. I don't know. I just couldn't settle in. I couldn't mm -hmm. say like, ah, oh, this is a TV series I'm binging and I'm loving or show or documentary. So mm -hmm. they're neither one is bad. 
but uh, I'm just curious what other people will think about mm-hmm. those two. I did start sex education. I know it's on season four, but I started season one. I've never seen it before. It's on Netflix. And for anyone else that hasn't seen it, it's a British teen sex comedy where this kid named Otis, uh, who is, uh, is it Asa Butterfield? I think that's his name. He's a student living with his sex therapist mom, played by Jillian <laughs> Anderson, and decides to use this insider knowledge that he learns from his mother and, and improve his status at school. And he sets up this sex therapy clinic <laughs> with fellow classmates. So have you seen this, Renee? No. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. <laughs> But it is a comedy. So, um, yeah. So there's that. (laughs) And then I did also watch the movie Fair Play, Mm. which is on Netflix. And the reason I tuned in was because uh, Phoebe um, Denever, who is Mm -hmm. in Bridgerton, was in this. And Mm -hmm. also Alden Ehrenreich. I think that's how you pronounce his last name. So they play this hedge fund couple. And it basically demonstrates how their relationship unravels after she gets a promotion that he thought he was getting. Mm. And it's, it kind of, it's one of those ones that stays with you. You're Mm. a little bit surprised with the, how it plays out and what they do and how they handle it. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) I would say, check that out. It's pretty good. Yeah, I saw that. Um, cause it's, yeah, it's Netflix. And I saw, I'm like, oh, there's another one. I'm like, I'm so behind on my movies. I, I, I've got to sit. There's, uh, maybe four now of like, you know, romantic comedies or in that kind of thing, you know, that I have not watched on Netflix yet. I'm like, I've got to sit down and start watching these because I just keep building. <laughs> I know. There's so much out there. So mm-hmm. yeah. You will. You'll have time, hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Renee, thank you so much again for talking with me about Daryl Dixon. Well, thanks for having me again. You know, I love it. And I cannot wait till next week. I mean, I'm, you know, dreading it and excited for it because it's the last episode, but I'm excited to talk about it because that is always fun. (laughs) It is. I'm excited too. So can't wait to (laughs) talk with you next week. All right, friends, thank you so much for tuning in and being with us today. We are so grateful you tuned in and we hope something that we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Please subscribe to our website at screensandfocus.com and tell a friend we would love more members of our TV club. You can find our website listed in our show notes. I want to remind you to keep watching, keep exploring and keep those screens in focus. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.